Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. everybody welcome to another episode of do banks just bought it the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next i'm your host caroline moss and today i am joined by olivia mentor she is a freelancer she is a writer and editor a digital content creator she lives in philadelphia pennsylvania with her husband jake and her dog winnie she is also the new co-host of Bad on Paper with Becca Freeman. She's taking the spot of Grace Atwood. We're so excited about that. What a great choice, Olivia. Congratulations. And welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. That was a great intro. I feel like you're like my hype person now. I need to play that before I get up in the morning. <laughs> I Honestly, I'll I, we will set that recording as like a ringtone. And awesome. <laughs> it'll be great. Um, when do you start Bad on Paper? We have already recorded a couple episodes, but the first episode with me officially as the co-host goes live on April 6th, I believe. It's a Wednesday, first Wednesday in April. Wow. How do you feel about it? I'm... I'm a bit nervous. It's kind of an interesting thing going into an already existing podcast. On one yeah. hand, it's really great because there's a built-in audience. On the other hand, it's super intimidating because there's a built-in audience. <laughs> but generally, I'm I'm really excited. And yeah, it's just a new challenge and experience for me. And it's been really great so far. That's awesome. Yeah, Becca's the best. We love Grace too. Obviously, wish her well on her endeavors outside of bad on paper, but what a great choice. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I think Grace will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Grace will be fine. But also the podcast is in great hands now. Um, what is the last excellent book that you read? I feel like I've I'll give you two. So I feel like I've talked about both of these a little bit because I've been talking about them on the Bad and Paper episodes we've been recording and on Instagram. But the first one is um, sort of more literary. It's called Black Cake. You might have seen it Mm -hmm. um, talked about. But it's just absolutely a beautiful story. It's also a mystery, great character development. And then the other one is Agatar by Sarah J. Moss. Uh, a Court of Thorns and Roses, which you've probably also seen on Instagram everywhere. Have you yeah. read it? I haven't. I haven't yet. Um, but I have seen it. It's a. Uh, I think people describe it as fairy porn, which is. It's not okay. wrong. Okay. It's not wrong. Okay. <laughs> it's not wrong. But um, it's really an interesting departure from my usual genre, and I've really enjoyed the series so far. Amazing. Are you? And you're talking about them on your first couple of inaugural episodes of the show. Yes. Yeah. So for those of you who haven't listened about on paper, we regularly talk about books. There's a monthly book club episode. And then every episode kind of ends with catching up on what we're reading 
And so naturally, those those two books have come up. Great. Okay. Well, then I can't wait till April 6th. Actually, by the time you're listening to this, the episodes are probably already out. So if you have not listened to Olivia on Bad on Paper yet, there is no excuse. She's there. She's hosting. Uh, Okay. Well, I just clicked to buy Black Cake on my Kindle. Enjoy. um, It's so good. Because I just finished... my the last book I was reading, which was Greenwich Park, and I'm ready for something else. Uh, I enjoyed that one too. I like a good little thriller and suspense in my in my day. Um, same, same. Uh, I wouldn't say Black Cake is a thriller, but it does have okay. a mystery. So there you go. Mystery, that's fine. Thrillers, mystery is something for me to solve. Something for me not to solve. All good. All good. All good. All Perfect. Good. Uh, so you came, I mean, I've been following you on Instagram for a while, but you know, every once in a while I'll pull the G thanks community and I'll say like, you know, who do you want to see on an episode or who should I talk to? And your name comes up time and time again. You are a fan favorite. Uh, and recently I was watching in both jealousy and also, uh, I guess it was it was inspirational to watch you, but I was also jealous of your most recent warm weather vacation and just the outfits that you brought with you were such a departure from what I usually pack for vacation, which is like bathing suits, T-shirts and like beach cover ups and like nothing, nothing like fun or fancy, but you like went all out. And so I want to ask you about your process, packing for that trip, what you wore, why you brought it, because I know that is also going to evolve into what you brought to the show. Yes, I guess it will. Um, I I feel like packing for vacation is generally an art. So it, it takes some, some practice and skill, I will say. That one was a little bit easier because it was just like a really quick, long weekend trip. But I like to mix and match things and I roughly plan my outfits, but then sometimes I go, you know, I go rogue. (laughs) Where, so tell us where you, where you went. Yeah. So we went to excellence Playa Mujeres. It's an all-inclusive resort outside of Cancun. Um, it's not on East. I'm sorry. My Spanish is Isla Mujeres. It's across from it. Mm -hmm. Um, but we've been there once before and it's just, if you ever just want to go on a vacation where you just do not think about anything, you don't worry about anything, service is great. It's not overly stuffy or overly fancy, but everything is really nice. It's I love it. I I feel like I'm it wasn't sponsored or anything. I just I just am very passionate about it. I'm truly like I mean, if I ever want to go on a vacation where I don't have to worry about anything, that's like literally the only kind of vacation I want to go on. But <laughs> I am also married to someone who really dislikes all inclusives, like really just wants to work for his fun on on vacation for some reason. But I would That's go with my friends. I'll go by myself. I think it sounded great. Yeah, I uh, I am also skeptical of all inclusives, generally speaking. But this mm-hmm. one is just I wrote a whole blog post about it, if anyone's curious, which kind of goes over the pros and the cons. Um, but I just love not having to like 
think about literally anything. I mean, I, for me, there's two types of vacations. There's like the vacation where you think about nothing, you worry about nothing. And then there's the more like adventure vacation where you're kind of pushing yourself outside your comfort zone. Maybe you're going um, somewhere where you don't know any of the language, that kind of thing. And so this for me falls into the very comfortable, no worries category. Yeah. Okay. I love that. And so you went for a long weekend. So you, did you leave Friday afternoon, come back Monday night? Like I need to know exactly how many days you were there. And then like your art of packing. I believe we left on a Thursday or a Friday morning and then we came back on a Monday afternoon. Okay. So, but you had so many like I feel like you had so many outfit changes. Am I wrong? Am I like imagining something? I maybe I don't know. I um I don't think it was that many, but I just loved it. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. It makes <laughs> you me did feel the color like blocking. I have my life together. You do. I mean, you had the color blocking pink moment, and I was just like, wow, like she pa- like I actually find packing for long weekends to be much harder because. It's like so little time, so many possible outfits, but then it's like you're really not there for that long. So are you really going to wear all this stuff? Do you really need to pack all of this stuff? Like I just find working within that time frame to be even more difficult than packing for a week plus because at least with a week plus you like have an excuse to be like, well, I have to pack 12 pairs of jeans, obviously. <laughs> uh, so I, I like, you know, when you look in your closet, what were you thinking of? Like, I just want to know like your, your strat, like, cause that's just, it doesn't, I'm packing for a long weekend trip coming up. And I was looking at your vacation and I was like, I don't know that I could do this. So if you have any secrets to impart on the rest of us, I want to know about them. Okay. Well, first I'll say that no matter how long I'm traveling for, I only bring a carry on. Like I'm, I will never check a bag. Um, but also I will always overpack no matter what. So I'm sure that I can barely get my suitcase closed for this short weekend that we (laughs) went on last month. Okay. But something that I have found helpful is that as I'm like choosing what I'm going to wear, I have a hanging rack in my office and I will hang up all the clothes. And if they all sort of are in the same palette, more or less, of course, vacation, like tropical dressing is much easier (laughs) because everything kind of is bright and colorful and makes it easy to color block. But I find it very satisfying when like all the items are, are hanging up and they all kind of just like look bright and colorful and happy and coordinated together. Okay. Um, Having said that I am next week, we're going to Italy for our anniversary for a week and I'm already stressed about packing. Where in Italy are you going? So we're going to Florence and then we're going to like a Tuscany. Okay. Tuscany place. (laughs) Oh, Tuscany Uh, place. I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, A a hotel in, I think it's technically between Tuscany and Umbria. Um, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Bad at foreign languages, but um, yeah. Good at packing. I get it. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> what I lack uh, in language, I make up for in packing in this carry. What? How? How? What anniversary is this? It's our our first anniversary. <gasps> oh my gosh! Okay, so yeah. exciting! Wow, congratulations! Thanks. It feels so much like, to celebrate. Yeah, we've we've worked together for I guess seven or eight years before we got married. So it was kind of like 
I don't know. Everyone says everything feels different when you get married, but I just, it feels kind of the same. (laughs) And I'm glad for that. I didn't feel much different. Yeah. I think also, you know, it's just modern women. Like I was already living with my husband before we got married for like four years and we already owned all of the kitchen stuff we were going to ever need because <laughs> we lived in a very small apartment. So that didn't feel any different because we didn't really go, you know, the, we already had the KitchenAid pre-wedding. So that didn't feel different. Yeah, I didn't Fair. feel like it felt that different. I think the getting used to saying husband and wife was new. And I think even still after I've been married over three years and I still even think like when I hear Dan say like, oh, my wife. I'm like, who? Who's your wife? Who is she? I know. Um, it's so but strange. It's funny. It is. It is. I was thinking about that today. Um, I was like, I should probably appreciate this time of life because there'll be a time where it doesn't feel like, oh, that's that's new and fun, like husband and wife. So I'm trying to Oh yeah. Sorry, when my dog is barking in the background and she That's okay. literally always the is. Dogs, when I record. Now that we all record at home, mine too. We actually sent mine's out the door right now or else she'd be barking. She's on her little pack hike with her little doggy friends. But like oh, she knows oh when I'm recording. Like she will be silent and then and then I'm like, Hi, welcome to and she's like Wah! and I'm like, Great, <laughs> awesome, great. Winnie is but the But yeah, same. no, Winnie in Los same. Angeles pack dog hikes are like a real thing so wow it's like a lean it's like in. a social group for the dogs mm-hmm. interesting yeah it's huh. really funny it's like a bunch of uh college-aged kids i call them kids they're not kids they're adults but they're young um they're like 20 to 23 years old and every morning they each have like a neighborhood uh, for where they pick up the dogs that are coming so every morning that i want her to go they come and pick her up she loves it she gets in the car with all her little friends they go for That's a hike amazing. and then she comes back exhausted, which is what you want. And wow. I don't have children, so I can do bougie shit like this until the day I decide if I'm having kids or not. Like, I don't know. I feed my dog that expensive dog food and I send her on pack hikes with her friends and I feel weird about it. But I also am like, you know what? It <laughs> makes her a better life for all of us. I'm all in. I'm into it. Is this what LA is like? I've actually never been to LA, weirdly, but really? That yes. surprises me, Olivia. I don't know why. You I feel like I get vibes from your Instagram that says you have been to La La Land. Um I I have LA not. is weird. You gotta visit. Come visit. Okay. It's weird, but it's great. I like it. I've only lived here for uh two and a half, like two and a a couple of years like no i've lived here for two years and like two months so we moved right before the pandemic february 2020 so it was weird oh, timing wow. on our part we lived in brooklyn for 11 years before that yes oh. very strange however amazing weather all year round so and we have a big backyard and so there's worse places to be when you can't be outside you know in public because we could actually get vitamin d without like potentially killing ourselves or others. And that was really helpful. And the dog life would not have been possible without our move to Los Angeles. So there are things to be grateful for. Other than that, a weird place. Like if you're into, if you're into vibes, if you're into Reiki healing, if you're into green juice, if you're into, um, 
Hiking. I don't know. Hiking, which I'm not, but I somehow still live here. Yeah, if Your you dog love is. outside. My dog's into hiking, and that's why we have to outsource the hiking. <laughs> we, 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 I mean, my Dan would go hiking with her all the time, but he has to work too. So, uh, we outsource the hiking. But yeah, LA, you know, is a weird place. But Philadelphia is also like, that is on, we have a, a bunch of friends who live in Philadelphia, and my husband's family is from Paoli, the suburbs of Philadelphia. So, Philadelphia is like high on my list of cities that I would absolutely live in and that I love. I think the food is like some of the best in the country. Um, yes. And it is. It is. I, I love, and I love Philadelphia because it has a similar, um, like the pe- I get the people. You know what I mean? Like after living in New York for like a decade, like the Philadelphia, crowd is not it's like a it's like a known beast you know what I mean whereas LA is like these people I don't understand anybody here I don't get it like it's so different I'm not used to this um have you guys lived in Philadelphia like your whole adult life no so we actually lived in New York until 2019 so oh wow okay so you're recent transplants too Yeah. So we were here for about a year. (laughs) We were here for like a year before the pandemic and I was just getting into like my, okay, I'm settled because I had switched from my full-time or not full-time, my office job at the website to going freelance. I was like, all right, I have this, this down time to make friends. And then it was like pandemic. So, but having said that same thing compared to New York, like Jake and I, my husband and I both have our own spaces, like when he has more room, we had outdoor area. We have like a front door, like we're living in an actual, like, you know, anyway, I best decision we ever made was moving to Philly. One, 1000%. We love it here. Yeah. New York can be tough. I miss it. I miss it a lot. Um, but you know, I was also working in media before I left to do my own thing you know, people don't go into uh, writing or working for websites for the money. I can tell (laughs) tell you that much. It's like, you know, it's not, it's hard. It's hard. It's a hard city to live in, you know, if you're not extremely wealthy. And I think the, one of the best things that we ever did, sounds like you guys feel the same way, was just like, see what it felt like to just live somewhere else. And even though LA is so expensive, you do get so much more bang for your buck. And to me, it felt, and I'm sure it feels like this for you in Philadelphia. It felt like I had been, I had been playing the game of life on level hard for like a long time and didn't realize like it could be easier (laughs) and like things could just be more enjoyable. Like the idea of going, you know, to the store in your car, putting the bags in your trunk, driving back, parking in your driveway and then bringing them up the stairs was like, that was like a whole day event in New York. Like that was just like impossible to do. Yeah. Uh, I I totally agree. What do you miss the most about New York? Uh, I I really 
do not miss much. Sometimes I miss like the specific <laughs> time <laughs> time in my life in which I lived there. Like I miss mm-hmm. being 22 and having a really cool job and, you know, going around the city and I wish I had not taken some of that for granted, but in terms of yeah, not not really cuz the food is amazing here. Yeah. And a yep. lot of the things I think that make New York great i just truly did not have money to access any of it and or energy really because i felt like i felt like i was just constantly battling against the city like i never felt part of it i never felt particularly like interesting yeah i I, but again i think that's something that may have changed if i had stayed there maybe six or eight years instead of four but i don't know what about you? It's exhausting. It's an exhausting place. And it's, exa- I mean, I, I, there was a definite split in my love for New York. And when I really started enjoying it and it came after four years. So I think maybe you probably would have had a different experience, but the first couple of years were long and difficult because lack of money lack of resources, lack of friends, even, you know, you go, Mm -hmm. I went right from college to New York. And the only reason I lived in New York, like, is because I grew up outside of New York. And so my first job, I was lucky enough to be living at home and commuting. And so I then when I saved enough money to get an apartment, I just went from my parents house to the city. It wasn't like I packed a bag and like left. I definitely had more of a like a fallback than a lot of people do. But I also was like, 21 when I moved to New York and a lot of my friends were still living at home after college. And I just sort of threw myself right in the middle of it. So I feel like in those first four years, you know, there was nothing more frustrating than being like, I've lived in the city for three years and I still have to figure, like, I still have to look up what train will take me where. And I didn't, you know, that felt, I hated that foreign feeling in a place where you've lived for so long, but then all of a sudden, you know, six years in, seven years in, I'm like, I have a little bit more money. I can do things. You find yourself knowing that, you know, the one, two, three will take you up the West side and the four, five, six will take you up and down the East side. And that you don't want to go on the L at rush hour or like, you know, it's like all of a sudden it's like these things that you like needed help with for the first couple of years, it you've now learned it. And then it started mm-hmm. to feel like home, but it took a while. It took a yeah. while. I think what I miss the most, I think also was lost in the pandemic. So I, it's not like I would have had it there anyway, but the spontaneity really and the um, accessibility of New York. And I don't mean that from an actual accessible perspective because it's absolutely not an accessible city by any means. But the idea that, you know, you're done with work and you can text any number of people and say like, you want to get a drink at this bar and it's not, um, you know, it's not a hall for someone to be like, yeah, I'll just get on the subway. Like LA does not have that kind of culture because everywhere requires a drive the public transportation system leaves a lot to be desired here. And, you know, it's just like, if you're going to go, I don't drink, but a lot of people do. And if you're going to go out and drink in LA, you have to either be willing to spend the money on an Uber 
or you have to like finagle your driving situation. And I think that takes a, and the traffic sucks. And I think that takes a lot of the sort of beauty of like, oh, hey, like I'm off work early. You want to grab a drink? That was like so easy to do in New York and almost Mm -hmm. impossible to do here. So I miss that. I miss not having to make plans like a thousand years in advance. But I also think that was probably lost in the pandemic. No one was going anywhere or seeing anybody. Yeah, that's very true. I will say I was back in New York last week for the first time since the pandemic and to record with Becca Mm -hmm. actually. And I did, I mean, there's a certain energy to it, but then it's like, I'm, I'm, it's just, I don't know, traffic and people and everyone. It's just, I don't know. No one really sees you. You're just kind (laughs) of, yeah, yeah. But, um, so yeah. And I miss, um, I miss like October, November, December because LA is still a hundred degrees in October and that it sounds like you need to move to Philly. (laughs) Look from your mouth to, and my mother-in-law who's definitely listening to this is probably like, yes, just, you should talk, talk to my husband. He will, he'll, he needs the convincing. No one needs to convince me to move to Philadelphia. I think I would thrive. It's so cute. It's such a cute city. Like, and not in that in a patronizing way. Like, it is so cute. It's a cute city. And it's so affordable, all considering it's an hour and a half from one of the most expensive cities in the world to live in. Philadelphia is like, we have friends who live in a a row, you know, like the narrow row houses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's where we live. But they pay pay like $1,800 for like a three-story house with like a basement. And I'm like... I've never heard of anything costing $1,800. That was like a oh, roof. Oh, gosh. Which is That was my first, what my first apartment in New York cost. And it was a studio that was, I literally think, like 500 square feet. It was of course. horrifyingly small. Ugh, traumatizing. It's nuts. I know. Where was your first apartment? What neighborhood was your first apartment in? It was in Yorkville, so it was on like nice, almost almost on the East River. But this was before the new train was built, so I literally had to walk to the subway. Like I think it was a mile each way, and I had no Olivia, concept of anything. We, so I was like, "This is normal." No, yeah, we. I lived in New Yorkville from two thousand. I lived on seventy sixth in York. And Dan likes to say, because that's where I met him. Like, that's where I lived when I met him. And he would tell people I live in the East River. But I lived there from like 2012 to 2015. And oh, we over- overlapped amount- a little bit, maybe. Did we overlap? I'm sure. I moved there in I'm 2015. Sure I saw you. Okay. <laughs> I was probably had a couple of good months. walking like, back from the subway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> like, like, I would leave my house like eight and not get to Lexington subway station to like 8 30 but the amount of money that i thought i was saving by living in like a less expensive area of the city i was spending on taking cabs from york (laughs) to to lex to the subway because i was all you know inevitably be running late sometimes or be raining oh my god the rainy days having to walk to the subway see those are the things that you think oh, this is normal. And then you live literally anywhere else. And you're like, that was not normal. That was not normal. And now everyone's like, oh, I just take the second Avenue subway. And I'm like, they didn't have the second Avenue subway when we were there. Like that was not, that was not a thing. 
I walked I so much well, and I was always like- carrying so much home from work. I mean, I probably did some serious yeah. damage to like my ligaments or something. It was terrible. Yeah. Like a lot of tote bags. So a lot many. Of like crap. Just so many tote bags. And then you need to go to Trader Joe's and you have to stand in line at Trader Joe's for like three hours. Like the whole thing is a mess. I miss it. I think it's easier to romanticize it from afar when you can drive to Costco in your car and load up your car and drive home without breaking a sweat. And I think I can I do love like, Costco oh, I now. New York, but I think who doesn't love Costco? And with a 500 square foot apartment, you can't love Costco because there is no buying in bulk. It's true. You can't love much, honestly. Not even yourself in that situation. <laughs> you can't love it's much. Just, yeah. It's too it's just you're just unhappy and it's claustrophobic. But it was I'd fun. like to it look back fun. and think I was really happy, but I'm sure that you know, it was it was fun. It was fun and now it's over. And you know, who knows if I'll ever go back. So New York. Now you're going to Italy to celebrate your first anniversary. What is hanging on your clothing rack right now in terms of your getting ready to pack process? Well, I just got this dress in from Abercrombie, which I did a partnership with them, which was super exciting because I've been shopping Wait, them a is lot it the lately. Corset black dress. With it the- is yes. <laughs> I I I'm no, no joke. It was sold out by the time I clicked on your link, but I tried. That dress is amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to definitely buy it in the other patterns um, and also ask them when they're going to restock because I got a lot of messages like that because they sell out of the like they sell out of the, the large and, and extra large, which is usually what I am like every time. And inevitably, I have a lot of people that follow me that are similar size. So anyway, I'm going to get on top of that. But it is a very versatile dress and I'm very excited to just wear it with like denim jacket and sneakers and sandals and heels. And so that's one item. Beyond that, I have a couple other dresses, but we'll see. They're also all like big dresses. So I'm like, how am I going to pack this in a carry-on? I don't know. Like big, we'll like like voluminous dresses? Uh, Yeah, a couple of them are. Like I'm the, bringing that red dress that I think you uh-huh. also shared from Anthro because I was like, I uh-huh. have to wear this. I have to wear this in Italy. I bought that dress. That is the dress that I am wearing to the wedding that I'm going to in Philadelphia next next week. Oh, um, exciting. Based on your uh, recommendation because that dress is amazing. Oh, I'm so excited to hear that. Yeah, it is. It is awesome. But it's also a lot of fabric, which is great because it feels like very nice quality, which I really love when you're paying a little more for a dress. But yep. um, I'm going to have to just pack that sucker into a packing cube and hope for the best, but we'll see. Okay. I was going to say maybe there's a compression trick and then, you know, you, you steam at the hotel or whatever. Um, the black dress, I feel like if you brought that, how long are you going for a week? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I feel like with enough, I mean, that's so versatile. You could just wear that with everything. Yeah. I, I'm definitely going to try to get at least probably three outfits out of that. See, my thing is like I want to wear something different during the day and at night mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah, I'm sure. like sick like that. But <laughs> we'll see. I'm going to have to <laughs> I'm going to have to get creative. Um, but that is definitely one that I I plan on wearing at least a few times. 
Um, I just love it. I love that Abercrombie is coming back and I love that they're finally including sizes above the two. Um, and Same. it is so wonder. I bought the, you know, the cur- the nineties curve, um, jeans that everyone's obsessed with. I think Lindsay Silverman gave me that recommendation first and I like love them so much. And, uh, this dress, once it's back in stock, I would love to buy it. Are you for reference? Are you wearing the XL or the L? The XL tall. Is there is there stress stretch in it? Yeah. So the back is that sheared like stretchy material. Yeah. Um. The pit back panel. Yeah. Um. The rest of it, I would not say is stretchy, but it's also not not stretchy. <laughs> that's my <Very> expert <laughs> analysis. <laughs> okay. No, that's good. I'm usually like a fourteen sixteen. I think you are too. So I'm just mm-hmm. trying to, and I'm t- and I'm five eight. So I think that this will probably this XL is probably where I want to go but I have that tab open and I've been refreshing it a few times <laughs> when it's in I'll stock you, I want to buy it give me I'll a give up. you the heads up when I ask them because I definitely want to know please for please do please do uh okay so I'm I'm excited because I know that you brought something sort of packing related though also though also out of stock at the moment but things that people can put on their wish list um, for when they go back in stock. But I also have an item. I rarely bring my own item to the show, but I had something I wanted to share with you too, which just, just doesn't happen that often. So I so I need to know what you brought first. So lay it on us. Okay, so the it's the Calpac Luca duffel. And also I feel like the Calpac Luca belt bag. They're kind of go hand in hand to make my travel experience as blissful as possible okay. and the belt bag is in stock so i figured i okay. would give people a heads up there great um yes yeah, so that that's what i'm here to preach about today so the calpac uh luca duffel though out of sp- stock i do want to talk about that as as well as the belt bag but um a couple of weeks ago i did an instagram thing that was you know i did like a question survey thing that was like what's the last thing you bought and who influenced you to buy it? And a bunch of people said the Calpac Luca Duffel as influenced by Olivia Mentor. What is it about? What's the deal with this bag? I So the first thing about it is that it has just an absurd amount of compartments. And actually, this bag was introduced to me, I believe, because the brand sent it to me. Okay. I'm... 80% sure it was them and it wasn't part of another PR package, but they sent it to me and it was brilliant because they put each, com- they filled each compartment with like a different item. So not only was I opening this package or this bag and discovering all these different PR gifts they sent me, but also all the different compartments. And I was just like over the moon. And I think it's just the perfect size for a personal item. It fits so much. So it's Mm. essentially like you're doubling your carry-on baggage. It fits. Really? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say doubling, but you're definitely getting (laughs) a ton. Like I can fit a packing cube in there. It's so big. It's pretty big, but it sits on like, I rest it on top of my. Uh, I have an away suitcase, so I'm kind of mm-hmm. mixing and matching brands here and getting wild, but you I rest crazy. on top of that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and it does have like a compartment where you can slide it on the handle, but I just find that to be like kind of constricting. I like to be able to sort of like put it on and off easily and quickly. Yep. 
for security and whatnot. So yeah, it's just the perfect size. It's held up for me for many years. I've used it on every single flight I've gone on for maybe three years now. Wow. Um, And it just makes me feel like I have everything I need in one spot. Everything is safe. Everything is in the right compartment. And yeah, I, I just, I really love it. So is this the bag that you, so if you only take carry on and you bring your away bag, the away bag goes up in the overhead bin. Is this the bag that goes under the seat in front of you? Yes. Okay. And it fits well and gives you enough leg room because you're tall and I'm tall and leg room is important. And I'm, I'm really jealous of the gals out there who are like, my legs don't even touch the floor in an airplane. Meanwhile, my knees are hitting me in the forehead. Um, so so yeah. I need to know about like leg room situation. Yeah. I mean, it definitely takes up the majority of the space under the seat, but it does fit. And it kind of also depends on how full you're packing the bag. So I've had the uh, duffel like completely jam-packed full to the brim of stuff. Okay. And in that case, like you're not going to be able to fit your feet under there as well. Um, but if you just have it maybe half full, which is still a lot of, uh, a lot of things you can fit in there, you would mm-hmm. be able to fit your, put your feet underneath for sure. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. I, that, that's important to me, you know, f- foot, foot room. Um, okay. and if I had kind of first class money, I would think it would like, if like, you know, how some people, and I don't know what kind of travel you are, but like for me, I really try my vacation starts at, at the airport. Like I oh, try yes. to make it like an, a relaxing experience. I have the priority pass like that came with my credit card, like lounge access. So I do try to like enjoy it from that from that perspective. Um, but if I had first class money, I would take first class on every single trip, even if it meant I had I had to spend less money on the vacation itself because I feel like the plane ride sets the mood and the tone and there's nothing worse than getting off like the worst flight of your life and then trying to like get your boner up for vacation. I just like, I can't do it. So one time I flew first class and I was like, I should have never done this. Like I should have never done this because now I'm obsessed with it and nothing will ever, (laughs) nothing will ever compare. And they have like the lie flat seats and it was like jet blue and they were like giving me lasagna. And I was like, I will never be able to, to, to fly and coach again. But, but it's not in my, you know, maybe in my next life, I'll be a person who flies first class all the time. But like, I try to keep my coach seat as like roomy as possible. So every time I pack, every time I have something that I want to bring on a plane, it has to accommodate like a more comfortable uh, experience for me or else I am cranky. So yes, if you can get this whole duffel packed in a way that feels like it's a good piece to pack and also f- so far under the seat that like you can still stretch your legs a little, I'm on board with that. Yes. Yeah. And I'm also a very like anxious traveler in general. Like I just get very stressed out if I can't reach something or like I can't access it. And that's why I think the belt bag is like the perfect accompaniment. I don't even know Mm -hmm. if that's a word. 
because it is. very, very rarely will they make me put the belt bag inside of the other bag. Cause you know, sometimes they're like, you can't have two personal items, but I'm like, this is technically a belt. So it's fine. But the trick is to put it under your coat, under your jacket. Okay. Okay. You, ha- you have that. to hide it. I put, I literally like hunchback of Notre Dame onto the Notre Dame, Notre Dame is the college, <laughs> Notre Dame onto the plane with like all of my shit, like under my denim jacket, like in the back. Cause I don't it's want so anyone to talk helpful. to me. It's so I much know. more helpful if you just have it on your person. Like I put my snacks in there. I put any medicine in there. I put yes. hand sanitizer, headphones, my little USB cord. Like I am, I am locked and loaded when I enter that plane. Yeah. I'm still anxious yeah. as hell, but it helps. Are you anxious because you're an anxious flyer or are you anxious you're going to forget something a la home alone? Or are you anxious that you're going to be uncomfortable or that you're going to ha- need something that, that you don't have? Like, what, where's your anxiety come from? It, it comes from everywhere all the time, generally. Mm. But no, I, mm. I have Love that. I have like rationally, I know flying is safer than like walking down the street. But I just yeah. especially when the news is like there's a plane crash or something. Um, it just, I kind of just spiral and I have more actually like anticipatory anxiety. Like I'll just in the days before be like, maybe we shouldn't go. Maybe this is a sign that I'm thinking this. That's me too. And then everything's fine. Yeah. And then, and then once I'm there, I'm fine. But just having everything like ready to go, I don't have to worry about anything. I don't have to like pretzel my body to like reach my snack or Advil or whatever. Mm -hmm. It just, I just feel a little more like leveled, I guess. Now, are you a uh, a window seat lover or an aisle lover? Aisle. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I don't like the window seat. I need to get up and pee. And I, my biggest fear is having to pee and someone next to me is is sleeping. And then it's my fault. And then I've ruined oh, yeah. your trip. I, I would just not go. It would have to be yeah. a literal like five <laughs> alarm dire situation for me to wake someone up. It goes against yeah. every bone in my body yeah. to, I would just pee to in cross my that line. I know. Yeah. I'm with you. I hate that so much. Dan prefers a window because he – sorry. So does Jake. My yawns. Because they can – I don't know if Jake's like a sleeper on a plane. Dan like passes out on the plane. But I think the the lack of flights that I took as a kid because we didn't fly that many places like even as an adult I like love being on the plane I'm like we're gonna get snacks and I can have a Diet Coke and like oh like I can have chips and a cookie um and and I just and I can watch TV which somehow feels very different in the air like watching old episodes of The Office at 35,000 feet just <laughs> feels special to me. So I yeah. can't sleep, but Dan will take a window seat cuz he'll just like pass out for hours and I'll never ever sleep on a plane. I don't want to miss oh, yeah. anything. Jake does too, but I'm like I have exactly what I'm going to do on the plane planned. Like I know what I'm going to watch. I have my snacks. I have my little it feels like my little like bubble. I'm like yeah. no one can bother me. I'm not getting emails. I'm not doing work. I'm just going to sit right. here and like watch my shows and eat my food and Hopefully not crash. <laughs> You're not going to crash. That's not a thing that happens. Like, I know. I know. It's well, not a thing that ha- I mean, it, it does. It has happened, but that's why it's a big deal when it happens. It doesn't happen that often. It's I true. Don't, for some reason, Ferris wheels scare the shit out of me. And I'm I'm convinced that that I'm going to meet my maker falling off of a Ferris wheel. But flying in planes, no problem. It's very strange. Our anxiety works in mysterious hmm. ways. You know, it does. who can it does. say? 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Um, I need to tell you about this. This wasn't even what I was planning on telling you about, but since you're going on a flight, do you know about this? The airfly? Have you seen me post about this? Have you seen anyone post about this? I have seen people post about that. Is that so you can use your wireless? With the, with the, um, headphone jack of an airplane. Okay. That's, it's incredible. I'm going to use that because I have these headphones, noise canceling headphones, by the way. Those are the Bose ones. Yes, absolute I have game changer on right. a plane. Right. Like, so this would make my experience perfect, and it's one less cord I have to deal with, which is you, also better. You need to buy this before you go. I'll send you a link, and of course, I'll put it in the show notes for everybody who's listening. But you need to buy this. Before you, it's $55. It's genius. Like, I've never... You know that so Oprah meme that's like, I've never met a greater woman. She's a sister, a friend, a daughter. That's this dongle to me okay so how does that work does it like create a i'm i'm not even gonna try tell me how it works yeah you know as a uh electrical engineer i feel like i can speak (laughs) to this um it it basically is like you know those tvs on jet blue or wherever you're flying don't have bluetooth so of course your wireless headphones are not going to connect to them. So you stick this little dongle in where you would normally put a corded headphone. And that is a Bluetooth device that your um, headphones can connect to. So it's basically like a middleman uh, making a Bluetooth connection possible where there was not one to begin with. So it's not just for airplanes. If you are at the gym and you want to plug in to the treadmill, um, you know, those life those whatever the treadmills are called at the gym they they do not, no one has bluetooth anymore okay like it's amazing that treadmills have tvs to begin with don't ask them to have bluetooth the same thing with airplane tvs it's like we're asking too much for there to be like wireless connections <laughs> but it it works in that regard it works really with anything um that you can connect a bluetooth to it's this cable which is like the aux cord Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually going to try today and see if I can get it to connect to my car play in my car because I'm interested mm, in that. That's smart. But it is, I have those same Bose headphones. Uh, I bought them when they were on sale. Um, wait, did you convince me to buy them? You might've convinced me to buy them. It might've been, Oh, I don't, I I'll think it might've been, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. It was definitely someone on Instagram who's recommendations I trust, but they were, but you might've been like, I bought these and they're a game changer. I fall asleep with them on my head every night with the noise canceling on and listening to calm app store sleep stories. And it's incredible. I don't like, um, AirPod pros never worked on me because my ears are very small. My ear holes. I'm not, I'm not a doctor. Okay. I don't claim to be a doctor, just a, <laughs> an electrical engineer. Um, below average ear holes. Yeah. Below average ear holes. Uh, you know, I've always felt so self-conscious about them, but <laughs> the air, the AirPod pros like gave me like migraines and I was like mad because whatever, they also changed the regular AirPods. I think to like a lot of people complain that regular AirPods fell out of their ears, but mine never did. And then 
I was so happy to get the pros. I like gave my AirPods to my brother, I think, and then just screwed myself because the pros didn't really work for me. So I use power beats, wireless ones, uh, buds, which are amazing, but not comfortable to sleep in. And I just love the over ear of the Bose. But again, if it's so comfortable, I want to be my most comfortable on a plane. And then what do I have to do? Buy, spend more money to buy like corded headphones that I'm never going to use except for when I'm on a plane. No. So I spent the 50 bucks and I bought this. Um, and I'm really excited to use it. So I think I really want you to get it ahead of Italy. I think yeah. that would mean a lot to me. If you, you want to make me happy, it, w- it would mean a lot to me. Um, but then I you can do use your for headphones and those really work for both of us. Do it for the greater good, the common woman. Um, but then you can use the, the headphones that you love so much and that you paid so much money for mm-hmm. on a plane where you want to wear comfortable headphones. Yeah. Definitely. I will absolutely do that because Thank you. I, but lately I've been flying American and they have like the phone app. So it's like my phone, my he- headphones will connect to my phone anyway, but we have a lot of different airlines coming up. So I'm like, you know, I'm just not going in and risking having to use yes. those plastic earbuds from hell. So yeah, I'm going to get prepare. one and I'm going to get one for Jake. Good. That's so nice of you. I did not get one uh, for my husband. <laughs> I'll just get it for you know me what? and then just make him suffer the entire flight watching me. <laughs> Yeah, you should be like, oh, did you not listen to my episode of Do You Think Spotted Jake? Uh, are we really married? I think actually, and I'll do a little bit more research on this and put it in the show notes, but I think there are uh, ones that you can split. Like there might be a little bit more expensive, but you might just need one for Ooh. two people. And then there's like two different connections. But again, don't take my word for it right now because I only have the one that is one person. But I think maybe for like the price and a half, instead of buying two, you can get one that's like a splitter. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Because last Plenty time we were on a plane, for you to do. we watched Love is Blind and we had to just use one AirPod each. And like that's in order love. to hear it, I had the AirPod in and my headphones over the AiPod yeah. so I could drown out other noise. And wasn't wasn't the best audiovisual experience actually, I've ever had. <laughs> love is actually deaf in that situation because like you can't hear shit. If you're using one airpod on a plane like that's the end of it that's your yeah. i mean you're already fighting for your life to hear i probably i probably did lo- lifelong damage on my ears because i was trying so hard to listen out of one every time i get on a plane and i have you have to crank that volume my phone like gives me like uh amber alert of like are you fucking kidding your ears your ears are gonna blow i'm like i can't hear anything um <laughs> This is the other. Do you carry a cord case with you when you travel? I should, but I do not. Okay. <laughs> I know that like Calpac really has one. I know that Calpac oh has one. I think Cal-Pack I'm secretly just waiting one. for Calpac to like acknowledge my existence because I'm always yeah, like tagging them and they're just like, Olivia. <laughs> and they're just like, oh, we're just going to silently ignore you <laughs> forever. Yeah, they're like, thanks for giving us free ads. Um, that th- This thing has also been a game changer because... Uh, it's the only cords. I like things where I can see them. I think you're kind of the same because you have mm-hmm. the clothing rack that you use to pack, which is genius. This is like your clothing rack of cords. And all I have to do is just be like, okay, you know, computer, Kindle, Air, AirPods, whatever. Um, and then I have an AirTag in it Ooh. because wherever, whatever drawer I shove it into when I get home from vacation, I will, of course, not remember that I put it there. So then I can just find it by using the AirTag. 
That's genius. Look, I'm getting you ready for your trip. I need you to I'm be just, ready. I'm going to just buy a bunch of stuff after this episode. It's all going to arrive. The, <laughs> I love I'm it. Glad, I'm going to send you links. Um, uh, and then the, the one thing I wanted to tell you about that's, but maybe you can get them and bring them to Italy. Um, what size foot are you? I am a nine and a half. Okay. I'm a 10 and a half. So you, they still make shoes for nine and a half. But once you get over the 10, the 10 spot, it gets really difficult. Did they you know ASOS? You. They abandon you. They do not want your money. Do you know ASOS has like a really good shoe selection? I I do. Cause I've probably spent a collective like 900,000 hours browsing ASOS in my lifetime. And yes, they have a lot, a lot of wide options as well. They do. I just bought these, which I'm so excited How about. Cute. Look at these. They're so cute. Very cute. They're like a little vel a pink little velvet. It's very like cute. sort of a Mew Mew dupe, but under 50 bucks with a bow. And I you rarely find a cute shoe. And it goes up to size 13. And they have like a wide fit. And I was like, wow, I have been sleeping on ASOS this entire time. Um, oh, yeah. And I I love it, especially for our size clothing too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. ASOS is, I'm actually trying, I did buy one thing from ASOS for, um, this trip. Cause we're, I'm, we're like working with a photographer and like getting photos done. And I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta get a dress for the Tuscan oh. countryside photos. What did that you, Jake which one did you buy? Does not want to do. No, it was it's, Jake's it's, idea. <laughs> Definitely. It was Jake's idea. He loves that. Jake, I know yeah. you. It's your idea. Which dress we're is it? I need to look looking it up. back on the photos. He'll be happy. Um, it's a, Olivia. it's actually, <laughs> Wait, Go let ahead. me let me tell I have to tell you. When we took engagement pictures, I said Dan was like, I don't want to take engagement pictures. It's weird. Like why would we ever be holding hands walking through the street? And I'm like, because when we die and they have to make those poster boards of us at the funeral home, the only thing we have are selfies that have never been printed. I'm like, we need at least like one picture of us that we didn't take ourselves. And that was my argument. So I get it when you're, yes, when you're yes. 80, it will be exciting to look at them. Okay, yes. Jake. Okay, Jake. Yeah. Okay. Tell us, tell us about the dress that you got. I need to look it up right now. Okay. So it's actually called the Winnie, I think, which is the name of my oh, dog, but cute. it's technically, yeah. it's technically a bridal dress from ASOS. So they're, <gasps> they're, they're like supposed to be elopement style photos. I'm just using them as like a way to commemorate our first anniversary and, and life and have a fun moment. Cause similarly, yeah. I was like, Jake, we've traveled together many places, many times. And tell me one photo of traveling that we have framed anywhere in the house. Um, so it just kind of worked out that this photographer reached out to me and wanted to collaborate on something, but yeah, it's really flowy. It has big sleeves. Um, it's not full length. I think it's on me probably like, Oh, I'm looking length. at it. This is so cute. It's like midi. It's like a midi dress. Thanks. Yeah. And I got Ooh. some like really um, like extravagant earrings as a birthday gift to myself that I'm super excited to wear with it um, that are like turquoise. Yeah. I'm just, we'll see if I can pack everything, but it'll be uh, fun. You will. You will be able to pack everything and everything will be great. This is um, such a beautiful dress. Uh, I love it. Wow, and and out of stock in like a ton of size. They only have 12, oh, 14, and 18 oops. left. That's but that's what happens with all yep. of the curved dresses. They do such a great job. Um mm-hmm. it's really it's really rare to find I just I just started paying for the $19 premiere shipping. Oh, they it's offer, all over then. 
it's, it's over. It's, it's absolutely. I've already easy. placed like 17 orders and then I just go and do like easy. Re- and I have a thermal printer at home, which is like the return, you know, mm. gateway drug to just like, you know, I don't know. I bought all this stuff during the pandemic because I was like, I'm bored. I'll buy a thermal printer. But it, but the first time I ordered from ASOS was a really long time ago. And I don't think that they had totally hit the mark on plus size yet. And I was between at that point between a 10 and a 14 and it was one of those things where sometimes you'd order the 14 and you'd get a dress that was actually size 8 sometimes you'd order the 14 and you'd get a dress that was actually size 22 and so I always felt like it was a waste of my time and money to constantly think I was like a size only to find out that like every single thing is sized differently something has changed in the last like 6 or 7 years and I bought for this upcoming wedding before I found the dress that I was wearing which is the one that you wore um, I bought like 10 dresses, uh, you know, everything under a hundred bucks. I was like, you know, I'm going to find something in here. And even though I didn't find the one that I loved the most, they all fit, which mm-hmm. is a really amazing experience to just rare, you know, for a, me. <laughs> a lot of times. Yeah. A lot of times the try on experience is not, you don't even get to get to the part where you're like, I don't think I like this on me. You're just like, I can't actually get this on me. So we're not, Mm -hmm. I can't wear it because I can't get it on my body. So to be able to dry on, you know, nine out of 10 dresses, a hundred percent fit. And I could actually look at them in the mirror and make a decision that was based on my taste and not based on, well, which one is going to fit me. And I guess that's the one I'm going to wear at that mm-hmm. that sold me and i don't get to do a lot of fast fashion for that reason just because like they just don't cater to plus size bodies that that much and asos really does and i'm excited about it so did yeah, do you have the 19 dollars premiere shipping i did i have for many years i think mine actually just expired i'm really trying to cut wow. back this year because yeah i've been doing this thing where i clean out my closet every month and i kind of realized that i just buy a lot of like trendy things that I wear once and then and I'm really trying to get past that um so yeah I've been trying to cut back so that's the only purchase I've made on ASOS this year it was a more expensive one but the quality is there like I know I will wear this into other events with sandals or whatever obviously not to weddings because it's white but um yeah but I do but at the same time like you said I just give myself some grace because there are very few places that I can go on order 10 things I can afford it and I know that most of them will fit me and sometimes you just need that sometimes you just need it yeah it's a nice boost it feels good and you deserve it I'm actually the opposite with my clothing I own enough neutral colors and staples and jeans that fit and t-shirts and long sleeve shirts and sweatshirts and jeans like I I what I'm looking for now and this is kind of the first time that I've ever really had this experience is the idea that I can find fun clothes that fit um you know it's been a really long time since I could walk into or like I walk into an H&M or Forever 21. And now that I'm 34, I am very rarely walking into an H&M or Forever 21. But, you know, gone are the days where I'm like, oh, I have a party to go to tonight. I'm going to go spend $19 on this like weird dress because A, the dress isn't going to fit me. B, I just don't feel confident enough to like, it wasn't until I found a, a place where all of this stuff would fit me pretty consistently that I was like, oh, I can buy like fun clothing. And I think that that was the thing about your trip that really caught my eye was that it is so nice to see a woman 
whose body type reflects mine wearing really fun, interesting clothing and patterns and colors. And it's not in a way that's like, oh, it's so brave because I hate that. Like, what is brave about it? There's nothing brave about it. But more like, oh, my gosh, it exists because yeah. I feel like for a really long time, I'm like, okay, these clothing, this clothing is a unicorn. Or even if you see someone that's curvy wearing a, you know, really sort of out of the box piece of fashion, sometimes I find I'm like, oh, they're curvy, but they're actually size 10 because they're like five, three, you know what I mean? It's like, I am both tall and curvy. And so to see that there are options out there was like, oh my gosh, like I should be having more fun when I pack for vacation. Yeah. I mean, why not? I will say that I think it's, it's always incredible to me. Like, I don't think people realize how much more difficult it is to find those pieces. Like, yes, there are ASOS's out there. There are other options, but I feel like I have really fine tuned my like hunting for these items and like figuring out what's going to work and what's unique. Um, but I'm really glad to hear that because yeah, those should be fun and they're just often frustrating <laughs> when you don't yeah. see yourself reflected in other people in media. And so. I feel like I've, I talk about this in every episode it comes up and I wonder if people are sick of hearing me say it, but the pandemic got, took me from, top of straight size to bottom of plus size. And so now my entire experience shopping is like completely new. Uh, and you know, there are a lot of things I took for granted as, as someone who thought that at a size 12, I was quote unquote huge because <laughs> that is what society would make you think before you actually find <laughs> like people, uh, in diverse bodies dressing so cute. And, um, I wish I had found that sooner, but now that I have, I feel like I'm all in. So that's why I was yeah. so interested to hearing like your packing plans because all I want to do for my upcoming vacations is just buy a bunch of like really fun clothing and just go for it. Yeah. And I think it is getting better every month, but also it does give you a perspective on like, I've been in the same experience. Like I was a 12 and I thought like my life was so difficult, but I've been, <laughs> right. you know, I've been like up to an 18 and I've just realized each size, like you you have to wear a larger size it's a more difficult shopping experience so i can only imagine yeah. what it's like for someone who's a 24 who's, or 26 i mean it must yes. like it, it it feels like a battle for me sometimes finding clothes so i can only imagine and it's just i hope everything keeps going in the right direction there. I, do too. I think it will I, but we'll i see. think it will too and i think that like really there's so many people and you're included in this like just changing the game of showing these brands and designers that like, you know, we all, we have money to spend and like, we're ready to spend it. Um, I just did an interview a couple weeks ago with this woman, Ashley, who started, um, a jewelry company called sweat designs, which is mm -hmm. literally size inclusive jewelry. Um, yeah. and she was like, she worked in a department store jewelry section for a really long time as a plus size woman. And the one, one of the things that she told me was she asked to work in the jewelry section because she didn't want to be putting women in the same position. She often found herself in when she'd go to try to find a dress that would fit her and then be told like, Oh, this doesn't go up to you. She's like, I don't want to be the like deliverer of that message and jewelry. And in her mind, she was like, jewelry always fits. And then she realized like jewelry actually doesn't always fit. Um, yeah. So I think that like there's just so many people changing that game and I'm 
I'm happy to hear that you're like taking stock of your closet and your things this year um, and trying to spend less. I feel like I'm in the opposite position where I like I have a rule, which is like no more, you know, no more like white T-shirts, no more high waisted jeans. Like I have enough. I have plenty. Mm -hmm. Um, if that changes one day, I'll re I'll suggest, but you know, sometimes I just fall back on my comfort stuff. It's like, Oh, I want to go shopping. And then I buy, you know, the the same thing that I've always bought the same silhouettes. I'm trying to, to fill my closet with things that are more fun and that I can have fun in because there's no reason not to. Why not? Now's the time. I mean, I'm leaning, I've just leaned in totally to color and pattern and fun things and bold things. Cause like, I don't know, you know, it's just, why not? Might as well have fun. <laughs> Life is hard. Why not? Life is hard. Um, speaking of color. And I mean, I know the Luca duffel like is out of stock, but I'm looking right now and they have so many, they have a bunch of neutrals, but they also have some really fun limiteds. They have a celery color, yes. which is like neon green. They have the kale, which is the hunter green they have brick red they have uh mist which is sort of like a periwinkle blue what color do you have and what color do you recommend i have like a it's like a shiny black and i don't actually think they make it anymore i think they have a matte black currently or when it's in stock um but i mean i like the black color but i've seen some people have tagged me they've done like a mix and match with the belt bag and the duffel like one of those bright like green or or coral maybe um Mm. i can't colors and it looks super cool together um the only thing i will say is that if you get a lighter color it can get dirty a little bit easily yeah okay i've heard so okay good to know good to know well i'm looking forward to you letting me know when they're back in stock and I'm looking forward to seeing these Italy pictures. When, well, who is this photographer that you're working with and how did you find them? I, I actually just follow them on Instagram because I think they had a reel that went viral, um, mm-hmm. shooting a, a couple in Florence. I think it's, I think she's Jamie Lee photography. Okay. And yeah, so we're going to like a villa and. I don't know. Her husband not picking Jake and I up the train station. I don't know. It's kind of an adventure. We're going to see how it goes. Hopefully I, she doesn't murder me. I don't think she will. Well, she seems very nice. She probably and if she does, won't. It was in the pursuit of great photos. So, you know, it's fine. Well, if she does, we have this now recorded and we'll know exactly who to look for. If you... Yes. If you somehow go to a photo shoot and don't return back. Uh, Well, I'm excited to see those pictures. I love this dress that you picked out and I can't wait to see you in it. Uh, And I I just loved having you on the show. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This is really fun. I feel like I could have talked for another hour, but I'll spare everyone. You will have to come back after Italy. I want you to buy the Airfly dongle. I'm going to send you all the links, but also, of course, everybody, the links are in the show notes, as always. Um, And the last thing I will ask you, Olivia, is tell everyone where we can listen to you um, on Bad on Paper. When do the episodes come out? Yeah, so the first one comes out on April 6th. The episodes come out every Wednesday, right? First thing in the morning. I'm very excited about that. And I'll also be on Instagram at Olivia Mentor and I'll be posting about the episodes there as well as, well as, you know, Luca Duffel 
updates and everything. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Luca Duffel updates the CalPAC cord organizer. CalPAC, if you're listening, send her a cord organizer. Send me one too. Send everybody a cord just, organizer. Just acknowledge that you see me, CalPAC, please. Yeah, please, please. Stop making us feel so invisible. Okay? Please. Um, this was so wonderful. Uh, of course, I will link to where you can follow Olivia on social, even though I'm sure probably you're all following her already. And I'm so excited to start listening to you on Bad on Paper, and hopefully you'll come back to the show soon. Thank you. Yes, I'd love to. Yay! You just listened to another episode of Do Things Just Bought It, edited and mixed by Veronica Gruba and produced and hosted by me, Caroline Moss. In between episodes, you can always head to the GThanks Instagram at GThanksJustBoughtItPod and the GThanks Facebook group to get and give life-changing recommendations of your own. Subscribe to our weekly sale and discount emails at gthanks.substack.com. It's free. And you can reach me at caroline at gthanksjustboughtit.com or leave me a message at 424-245-0736 with a product recommendation and you may be featured on an upcoming episode. GThanks is powered by subscribers like you. To keep all of our GThanks content free and accessible to all, consider making a monthly donation of $2 to keep us going at patreon.com slash GThanks and friends.